Hey Cinnabuns, it's your film queens Gabby and Rachel and today's episode is going to be a wrap-up of all the TV shows and movies that we've watched within the last month or so. Ooh. Ooh. So we thought it would be a cool idea to try and do a wrap-up episode once a month so that we can give you a bunch of mini reviews for all the stuff that we've been watching lately and you can let us know what you've been watching lately too. Yeah, we thought this would be the best way to recap everything we've been seeing and if there's a certain movie or TV show that you'd like for us to do an entire review episode dedicated to, you can let us know that as well. Yeah, if you're listening on Spotify, um, there will be a little Q&A box where you can list some of the things that you've been watching lately and we can pin your replies so that everyone can see it. It's just like a cool little, cool interactive thing that I learned how to do recently. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) super cool. (laughs) So I've I've made little Q&A boxes on all of our previous episodes too if you wanted to recommend other things. But yeah, from now on, that should be down there so you can, you know, give us your input. Yeah, we've been watching like a lot of good movies and TV shows lately um, Mm -hmm. and we wanted to catch you guys up on things that we've been watching over the past like six weeks or so. Yeah. Um, so let's start with TV shows because some of these we've completed and some of them we are still watching. Yeah, we'll start with one that we're still <laughs> currently watching, which is This Is Us. Oh. This Is Us. Dude, we This are... Is Us never disappoints. It doesn't. Yeah, it we're doesn't currently disappoint. caught up right now yeah. um, to where it's currently airing. And actually this month in May, uh, oh, we're going to have the no. series finale coming up. So I think there's only four episodes left at this point in time. Oh my god, um, no yeah, way. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt so bad. Fuck, um, we are we... not prepared. No, we're not. And we we watched it the other night. We caught up on like the most recent three episodes and of course, you know, cried my eyes out. Um, you know the usual but there are some exciting things happening right now in the Uh show uh that i've been waiting yeah to happen this entire show i'm not gonna say anything more than that but if you know you know you probably know i'm gonna say though that this past episode that we just watched Mm -hmm. has felt the least this is us like to me like the most disconnected i felt the whole series Interesting. I think because they kind of did a little bit of an abrupt storyline. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't feel like like we just met this guy. Mm-hmm. I felt like this season, and mm-hmm. it, it kind of just felt like. Bang, bang. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. But, but it's I, okay. I, do really I know like this is us. Though. Yeah, I know this is us. Always, it always makes the characters amazing and and reels you in and pulls your heartstrings. So it's okay. But like, I feel like this is the most abrupt I felt. Yeah, I mean, I also, though, um, I, I don't know, I really like his character, but I, I do get what you mean about how it feels kind of abrupt, but um, I've seen that one of the future episodes is going to be an episode dedicated to Miguel and his storyline, yeah, and finally. I'm really excited <laughs> for that, yeah, because I really like Miguel's character. He's grown on me so much in this last season. Yeah, and I feel like the whole show, you kind of, I mean, these are obviously not Yeah, spoilers. these are not spoilers. Um, the show kind of does this thing where it literally goes back and forth between future, like, way in the future or way in the past, like, whatever. Yeah. But Miguel, like, He's always been a big character in the show, but we've never had any backstory. Yeah. We've heard, like, little pockets yeah. of backstory from other characters. Like, oh, how's your kids? Or, oh, whatever. Yeah. But we never see anything about Miguel. So I that's going to be interesting. It's going to be really cool. And, but I think the thing that I love the most about this show is the way that it really makes you think about your own life. Oh, my and God, And how, yes. you know, like, how your childhood and your past could really, like, shape your future and, like, make you... You know, the experiences that you've been through yeah. really shape who you become. Or in the, the people who you meet. Yeah, are the people impact in your lives. Life. Yeah, like the people in your lives, like your family, your friends, like they're all going to impact your life in a really unique way. And I just think, I don't know, this show is such a reminder 
about like how, how small the world is yeah, how small the world is how precious life is and how important it is to keep the relationships with the people you love like keep oh them my close, gosh you know yes. it's just it's such a ugh, yeah i could go all day we'll probably it's actually do well a full yeah. episode um spoiler talk because yeah, i would love to talk, talk about every character yeah but um yeah so that's coming up later this month we'll probably be doing a spoilery episode in june maybe so if you want to catch up on the show um now would be the time because yeah just beware that when you binge it you're gonna look like a puffer fish yeah you're gonna cry all day your eyes are just gonna be (laughs) exploded it's so beautiful it's so beautiful it's so worth it though like sometimes you just need a good cry you know like you don't need to watch anything that's like always so suspenseful you sometimes you just need to like ball it out exactly you know just ball it out get your chocolate and ball it out so what is the next show that we just watched i know the next show is selling sunset season five this show is like the show, it's hard to review because it's a not, it's you know, reality. It's, it's a reality show. Yeah, um, basically. It's like where these really high A-list real estate agents on Sunset Boulevard mm-hmm. um, sell. Sell like million dollar sun- homes. Yeah, it is Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, Sunset yeah, Boulevard they sell like, Los like literally like five million and higher homes in LA. And it's, um, you know, we mainly watched it because of the houses, you know, yeah. because like the houses are literally stunning, like. It's, like, the ones that you randomly will look on in Zillow and you're, like, holy shit. But these houses are, like, beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really, like, oh, my God. Like, it's one of the most dramatic nasty shows. Nasty drama. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> definitely one of those kind of, like, housewives type yeah. of shows where it's a lot of you drama. You know what you're getting into, but yeah. it's kind of just, like, entertaining to just make the day go by, you know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of one of those shows that you just put on and you're, like, ooh, the tea's hot. And then yeah. that's pretty much it, you know? Yeah, and, I'm, like... A lot of the char- characters, a lot of the <laughs> girls, like, dude, their makeup's always on point. Their hair is, like, literally perfection. Yeah. Their clothes are, like, unbelievably like stunning. Yeah, yeah, it kind of makes you feel like shit. Yeah. But... <laughs> and it also kind of makes you mad because I always think about, like, the people that buy these homes. I'm like, they're probably, like, one single bachelor man and he has, like, an eight-bedroom, 11-bathroom. Yeah, it's kind of Beautiful-ass mansion. 10,000 square feet. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, the fact that these homes even exist is and just, you know, like, like, I can't even believe that, like, we live in a life with, like, the same life with these people. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, like we live in the same world and people live like this. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, like... like so, it kind of makes you mad when you watch it. A little bit. bit. Just a little uh, bit. Like, you know what you're getting into, you yeah. know? You know, watch the first episode, you'd be like, oh. But, I mainly yeah. just come back because it's really entertaining to watch. And, I mean, like you said, it just it's it's a good show to just pass the time when you just want to see some tea, you just want to yeah. see some drama. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's a fun time. I'm not saying it's like fucking amazing but um all i'm gonna say is team crucial yeah if you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about yeah christine's been very oh problematic and oh my god I, I sometimes i think it's scripted because there's no fucking way right yeah i like, mean there's i know no way. sometimes i do question it too because i'm like there's no way people are this like hypocritical oh and my yeah. god okay anyways um the next one that we started um or at least i did yeah i, I think i haven't started it yet no. um is the john wayne gacy tapes on netflix it's like mm-hmm. another documentary um about another serial killer of it's course true crime documentary. um yeah it was really good um the only thing you know it's, it's kind of like sexually violent mm-hmm. and it's not the easiest to binge so like i literally only watched i think the first episode and like half of the second one i think there's like four i think it's like night stalker mm-hmm. but um it's good it's good you know if you like documentaries you would probably like it it's really well paced it's not like slow at all it's like holy fuck (laughs) and it gets really into detail because it actually has the victims talk about Mm. the ones that survived like talk about like what he did and like how they met him and like it's just like brutally honest and it 
it's like really heart wrenching sometimes. But I know I I'm super like familiar with the John Wayne Gacy case just because yeah. I listen to so many <laughs> oh my God, true yeah. crime podcasts and like I, and watch so many videos that I I do know a lot about it. So I don't know if I'm in a rush to see this series, uh-huh. but I I do love a good you know true crime documentary on Netflix. Uh-huh. Oh, you know another one that I just started watching too was the um, Marilyn Monroe one. Oh um, yeah, it's actually a movie though. It's not mm. episodes. It's just like an hour and thirty five minutes or whatever. But it is really tastefully done. Um, I started it. Like, I got about 36 minutes into it. But I literally was, like, falling asleep. So I was like, okay, I have to turn it off. But it is, like, really well done. Like, very beautiful. It has, like, tapes of, like, everybody she knew in her inner circle. So it's kind of, like, mm. it, this one is, like, really good. Like, I felt like I, I was like, wow, I haven't seen this much of her, like, about mm. her life. Um, That's good to hear. Yeah. So that one's... Mm. Um, we also need to talk about Heartstopper, oh, so um, which is, you know, the newest Netflix teen sensation show. Um, yes. We actually binge watched this whole thing in one night. Like, well, and it's, it's easy not? to do. It's yeah, 30 it's only minutes. 30 minute episodes, eight episodes total for the first season. And um, if you didn't know, this show is actually based on a graphic novel series by Alice Oseman, which I'm a huge fan of. So this adaptation has been like such exciting like i've been anticipating this for a long time mm-hmm. and it definitely lived up to the hype for me yeah, like really holy cute. shit i did not even think that they could adapt it this well like i almost prefer the show over the graphic novels like that's how good it is mm-hmm. and these two actors were so perfectly cast for nick and charlie and yeah. their chemistry is just so so soft and so cute and i just i love the show it's so wholesome and it's just like I just, so sweet yeah i like any show that makes teenagers feel real yeah. And not, like, scripted. Yeah. You know, because, like, it's so, oh, my God, it's so annoying when they make teen shows very, like, they're trying so hard. Yeah. You know, it's either, like, a hit or miss. But, or, like, you can tell it's adults writing teenagers. Yeah, exactly. And trying to make them seem exactly. like, like teenagers. Like, Euphoria is fucking wild. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like, I, what? Mm-hmm. But this one felt... Felt very authentic, very, very real, yeah. very down to earth. Yeah. And yeah, just Nick and Charlie both as characters too. Like they're just such like wholesome, cute people. And I just, yeah. oh my God, everything about the show is making me smile. I was crying. It was beautiful. And also Olivia Coleman plays <sighs> Nick's mom in the show, which is just so cool. Like what a wonderful surprise. I know, like what a great <laughs> cast we have here in the show. So yeah, yeah if, if you haven't seen it, like seriously, it's worthy of the hype, in my opinion. Like, I think you should just dedicate a night to it. And just, oh, my God, yeah, It'll make you so happy. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm, happy. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one that we are still continuing to watch is Severance on mm-hmm. Apple TV. And I know a lot of people have been DMing us on Instagram. <laughs> and they're like, yo, you need to watch Severance. And I'm like, yeah. girl, I'm trying. But this show is very hard to binge. Yeah, it's it kind is. of like, what is the word I'm looking at? Like, static. Okay, yeah, that's what it feels burn. like. It feels like static because everybody feels like robots in the show for some reason. Yeah. And I know that's like the style and I know that it'll eventually all make sense and like I'm ready for it. But like mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, yo, I, I can literally only take like an episode or two a I day. Know. It's it's a slow burn. And I we've love to watched, binge. <laughs> yeah, we've only watched like two or three. Um, I know the f- the season just wrapped up, so we definitely want to catch up on the season. But yeah, it's hard I mean, to watch. Adam Scott is good. No, yeah, Adam Scott's good. It's directed by Ben Stiller, yeah. which is really cool. Like, I'm going to um, watch it, okay? Like, it's just going to take me a minute. Yeah, I mean, I do like <laughs> the editing style in the show. That's and what I, I mean. Do like, the cinematography yeah, is really gorgeously. well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it looks beautiful. Yeah. It's edited really well. I like the opening credit song, too. It's mm-hmm. really cool the way they did the intro song. Mm-hmm. um but yeah we definitely want to continue this show it's yeah, just Patricia Arquette's in it too yeah it's a slow start though for sure <laughs> yeah and same with um there's this other show called from that oh we've gosh. been watching <laughs> yeah this show oh my god I have such mixed feelings about this show because yeah we've watched like what six episodes it feels like a mix of like walking dead meets 
under the dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. Because it's like this really weird town where everybody that enters this town can't leave it. Like, yeah. it's like a circle loop that they can't mm-hmm. leave. And it's weird because once the sun goes down, there's, like, all these people that come out Ugh. that look like people, but they, yeah, like, like, or they'll eat you. They're like, like, they're monsters. demons or yeah, something? Yeah, like, like, if you um, communicate with them in any way, then yeah. they'll just, like, eat you. And, like, I'm, no, I'm not kidding. Like, they literally turn into this, like, psycho monster that has, like, a bunch of teeth. Yeah. And they literally, like, devour your body like and, like, spit it out and, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking weird. But... It's like it has a really cool premise. Yeah, okay, the premise of the show is the best thing about this show, if we're being honest, because the characters yeah. are not great, and mm-hmm. the acting mm-hmm. is not great either. Oh my god, At least kid. in my opinion. Yeah, I can't I can't tolerate the kid, and there's a few actors in the show, like the wife too, I, I can't. Like, mm-hmm. some of their acting is just not the best. It's like glaringly bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think the concept of the show is really cool, but unfortunately, I'm seeing the finale has like terrible oh reviews god, on IMDb, so no. now I'm kind of like, I don't really know if I want to continue it so maybe you know if you've seen it you'll have to let us know your thoughts on it and if it's worth continuing um but i do think it's a really cool concept so it's kind of a shame that it seems to be a a little you know wasted potential here yeah that's yeah i totally agree with what you said dude like the characters don't feel like they don't feel they don't like i'm not glued to it yeah i don't really care exactly like i'm there's not a character on that show that i'm like oh i really care about their story yeah and that sucks because like i said the premise is fucking so cool yeah I know. And it I, like, sucks. once those like monsters come into play, it makes everything so much interesting, and I like, really want to watch it. And mm-hmm. then, like, the first two or three episodes were really strong. Like, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure we binged them, yeah. and then we were like, "Holy shit, that was so good!" And then they started coming on one by one. Yeah. And then we couldn't even we haven't even watched it since it came out because it, it kind of yeah. lost interest. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the characters sucked. Exactly. So yeah, it's, when the characters it's, suck, it's hard to get so invested shitty. in a show. Yeah. It's so shitty. Like, you have a great premise, but you can't write a good character. Mm-hmm. That blows. I did want to quickly mention these two gay dramas that I've been watching recently. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, because did you I've, been, quickly mention? I've, been, I've been really getting into um, K-dramas lately. And one that I just finished the entirety of, I actually watched it with my mom, is A Business Proposal. Um, mm-hmm. This one's on Netflix. and I Rachel. A little Rachel bit. did see a few episodes of this one as well, like here and there. But um, this one's like a show that I absolutely love, mainly because it has a lot of my favorite romance tropes, like not only you know fake marriage and fake dating, but also like kind of a forbidden things. You know, he's her boss, and like there's just so much. I feel like that's why I didn't like it because it had too many things too many going tropes. on. Like it was it like does. it, it has was a way lot over of the top. Like I was just like, okay, this is so unrealistic that I'm just tired of watching it. Yeah, well, I feel like sometimes when you watch K-dramas, you know that sometimes they are going to be a little bit, you know, like cheesy or a little cliche, Um, but I just thought it was so cute. I I genuinely loved the characters in the show. Like, the characters are the reason why I kept coming back after like episode after episode because not only are like not only is the main romance cute that's happening and it's very slow burn but also there's a side romance that's happening with his secretary and he's probably my favorite character on the show because he's like so freaking wholesome and so sweet and there's a really good romance happening with his character as well on the side and I don't know, just all the characters in the show were just very heartwarming. Like, the show just made me so happy. And even though the last two episodes, I will admit, the last two episodes kind of, like, mm, it fell off the rails a little bit. Like, it just wasn't as great at the end. Like, there was a lot of random things that just got inserted into the plot that felt kind of rushed or, like, it didn't need to be there. But otherwise, I mean, besides those last two, I would definitely recommend the show to, like, fans of, you know, romantic comedies. It's just, like, a cute, heartwarming time. 
Um, and then I also wanted to mention, I've been watching the show called, called Our Beloved Summer, which is another um, K-drama. And this one actually has, the lead actor in it is the son from Parasite, um, which I didn't even realize <laughs> until I was like a few episodes in. But this one's also kind of like a cute, um, you know, a cute romantic comedy kind of show. It's just about these characters that are coming back after, like they met They met when they were younger and they had this kind of romance when they were younger, but now they're coming back later and meeting again. And so it's just really cute. Um, I'm only like six episodes in. I'm kind of taking my time with this one, but it's really cute so far and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, so, you know, if you want K-drama, go for it. I think they're mm-hmm. both on Netflix, so. No, yeah, they both are on yeah. Netflix, yep. There's a few that are unfinished that we aren't going to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, most of them are mine, I think. But um, I started watching Just Like Heaven on Netflix with uh, Reese Witherspoon and uh, Mark Ruffalo. And it it was cute, but it's just not... Um, I thought the premise was stupid. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, it's, like, do you know what it... Like, no, I don't even know what it's It's like about. Reese Witherspoon like, dies and she's like... Her spirit is stuck in this apartment. But I guess it's not stuck because she can like get out of the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um mark ruffalo buys her apartment and she's just like annoying the shit out of him it's like new no it's fucking really old really old like probably mark ruffalo's first movie oh okay um but yeah it's just it's just boring and it's like (laughs) you know it was probably funny back then right but like no no it doesn't hold up no um and then i started watching bad vegan on netflix which is good but i'm just like about this restaurant in new york and like this guy tries to <laughs> take her money i don't know um and then <laughs> and like well i watched it because bailey syrian posted on twitter and was like oh my god the second episode of mine fucking blown oh. but i didn't i only got like a little bit through the second episode and i was like yeah whatever mm, i see um and then life and beth on hulu yeah, we started watching that and amy it was, schumer it's, it's fine it's, it's cute but like i'm just maybe if i have time for it later i don't know yeah i'm not the biggest like amy schumer fan i don't know her stuff's very hit or miss for me and and it seems like this one's supposed to be a little more drama yeah and uh, you know um and then we crashed on apple tv yeah with jared leto and Anne hathaway it seems like it could get good but i just don't care yeah i just i don't know i'm not a big jared leto fan and um sometimes (laughs) his acting just bugs me it gets under my skin i just he's like way over the top like like either he's like doing an accent or an you know yeah you guys know yeah you guys if you know you know if you know but i do love anne hathaway but her character wasn't compelling enough for me to want to continue the series and usually like those kind of shows are always so hit or miss for me when they're kind of like office drama kind of shows because i i tried to get into yeah succession is another one that i tried to get into it kind of reminded me of that vibe almost mm. where like there's just some shows where i really want to try to get invested into it but when it's too much office stuff and like business stuff i just don't care yeah so yeah anyways um we wanted to get <laughs> anyways we wanted to get into the list of movies because we have seen quite a bit of movies mm. over the last you know couple of weeks not um, a lot of good ones not a lot of good ones oh i mean not a lot yeah, of good some, ones. some good ones um but the most recent one we just saw in theaters that we want to talk about first is everything everywhere all at once mm-hmm. this movie was a freaking <laughs> trip okay this movie was a trip. I don't even know how to explain this. Yeah, I don't even know how to explain this movie to you. It's, um, well, you know. Well, we didn't go to the movies seeing the trailer. Yeah, we, we went in completely, I like, I knew, like, okay, nothing. it has, um, multiverse. That's, like, pretty much all I knew. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, I just heard really good <laughs> reviews. I saw really good reviews on IMDb, and I also saw Bailey Sarian talking about it and saying it was, like, a crazy wild movie. And so we just and went... And it definitely is. And it definitely is. Yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. one of the most unique films that I've ever seen. It's one of the most 
you know, interesting, unexpected, unpredictable, mm-hmm. really interesting movie. Mm. Um, but this one, it basically follows this woman who is a Chinese immigrant and she has this laundromat that she owns with her husband and they are getting, you know, audited by the IRS. And so they Fun. have these meetings. Yeah. And like they have these meetings with the IRS. And then when they're there, um, she kind of gets this almost like an option to like help with this alternate universe. It's very hard oh to explain God, very I... confusing to even explain this to you but she you know realizes her husband's that... like alter <laughs> alter self her, in another universe yeah, her husband changes in the elevator and he's like if you want to get out of this life just follow me <laughs> blah, blah 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 and then he like gives her this piece of paper that says put your shoes on backwards mm-hmm. um think about being in the janitor closet and then press the green button on your ear and he puts this like yeah. little earpiece on her ear and it is strange it's because very strange. they have to, uh, when they do that, they have to do these weird things to change their selves from yeah. different universes. So, like, some universes, universes, they're chefs. Some universes, they're athletes. Some universes, they're actresses. Mm-hmm. And so it's crazy because they do they have to do weird shit, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, one of them was he had to get a paper cut in each finger. And then oh, once he did yeah. that, he could press the button and he could transport to whatever self he needed. Yeah. So, like, it is strange. Some of some characters will randomly be, like, opening a whole two <laughs> liter of soda and drinking it and then press their button. Yeah. And, like, it's, There's just, it's like, strange. Random. It's very <laughs> random, very strange, but honestly, like, so unique. And yeah. I think the thing that I love most about this movie had is a big the fact that, yeah, there's a really powerful message throughout this movie kind of about, like, centered on, like, a mother-daughter relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. And I really, really loved the characters in this movie. I loved the connection that this mother and daughter had. I, like, I always love really complicated, you know, mother and daughter relationships in movies and how mm-hmm. they get explored. And I feel like this one did it so well. Like, oh my god, there were two scenes at the end of this movie. I was crying. Like, mm. crying. Because it just got to me oh my gosh and yeah yeah i don't know like i i will say though like i appreciate originality with movies because it's so hard to find Mm -hmm. originality with movies these days you know because i feel like you know as other movie reviewers say everything's a sequel these days or everything's like a reboot of another series or whatever but it's so hard to find movies this original like i can literally say that i've never seen anything like this like it's one of the most out there wild yeah like one (laughs) of the most crazy movies you'll ever see and it's a little you know it's a little much it's a little hard to follow Mm -hmm. at times it's a little intense but i don't know i really appreciated it for what it is um i think i'm giving it like around a four out of five is like where my rating would be at just because the ending did what was a little like whoa Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. the ending like those last final scenes i was like oh my gosh like there was just so much happening it was like yeah a little hard and it lost me i was gonna give it a three and a half out of five just because i I can't find myself to watch it again and also i kind of had way too high of expectations i think uh, going into (laughs) it because of all the high reviews i saw so Mm -hmm. i was expecting like a literal masterpiece which Mm -hmm. a lot of people think it is which is fine um but i just it was good you know like i'm I'm comfortable with a three and a half because it Mm -hmm. it's not a four for me but it's also not a three three is too low Mm -hmm. so three and a half makes sense um and i definitely recommend it like yeah fucking go crazy you know what it kind of reminds me of it's not fucked up like sorry not to bother you but it kind of is like sorry not to bother you where you're like what the fuck is this movie like where is this going (laughs) what is happening what is the plot of this it's kind of like that an Mm -hmm. indie movie that has wild yeah, Plots. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I meant to say sorry to bother you. <laughs> um, so yeah, sorry to bother you. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the next movie um, I watched by myself um, is Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. Okay, this movie, I know that's complicated. Uh, <laughs> um, 
complicated title Mm -hmm. but this movie i've been trying to find i think it came out in 2020 but i've been trying to find it on like any platform for like the longest time Mm -hmm. and it finally got uploaded to prime so i was like finally fuck yeah um and i did some see somebody also commented it on too on um our underrated Mm, um episode so i was like hey okay finally because like i have had these feelings that it was going to be amazing i love an indie pregnancy movie okay that is like my vibe (laughs) i i watch all of them Mm -hmm. and um this one was not as dark as like pieces of her Mm -hmm. um but it was just a very it felt like okay have you guys seen blue valentine it Mm kind of feels like that but not as light gut-wrenchingly sad mm, okay you know what i mean um yeah. except it's it's more about abortion and not like having a baby mm-hmm. um but she's like 17 and she gets pregnant what i liked about it is it literally has nothing to do with the guy like mm. absolutely nothing she doesn't even tell him like it, we i don't even know who the father is i've never even seen him like mm. she literally just does everything by herself and sometimes uh, it makes me like uh, watching it just because i like i feel so bad for these girls because the only girl she tells in this whole movie is, like, her cousin that's, like, mm-hmm. younger than her. Mm-hmm. And they literally have to go to New York to mm-hmm. get the abortion because they are not 18. And let's just say that they can't afford a hotel. Mm-hmm. And some things happen in New York. Mm-hmm. And it's just sad. You Yikes. know? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, sounds real. <sighs> like, it kind of just sits, like, in your stomach. You're like, oh, my God these mm-hmm. poor girls like i don't <gasps> like you know do you know what i'm talking about like do you ever watch a movie and you just have such bad anxiety that you're like i don't know if i should turn it off or like yeah. keep going you know what i mean because it's like it's not that like i mean it is bad in this movie obviously what they're going through is that bad but it's not like it's like graphic or gory or anything mm-hmm. i just i just the thought just deeply unsettling that i was like oh my god i don't know what i would do like just call your mom please mm-hmm. please just call your mom but then i'm like okay you probably don't have a good relationship with your mom, you know? <laughs> like, I have to understand that. But, yeah. Anyways, it was really good. Um, I gave it a okay. four. Yeah. I don't know. It um, sounds interesting. You know? Sounds you just a little wanna, intense. You just want a little, little indie movie. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a vibe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's a vibe. <laughs> yeah, there's a vibe. Um, one movie that I wanted to mention that I watched recently is this movie called Forgotten. Um, this one's, like, a thriller that's on Netflix, and it's actually another Korean movie. Um, How old is it? This one, it came out in 2017, I think. So oh. it's a couple years old. Um, but this one is a thriller that, oh my god, this movie's just so freaking crazy. Like, the oh. plot doesn't even begin to cover, like, where this movie goes and what happens. But it's just essentially about this guy who moves into this new house with his family. And then when they're there, on one of the first nights that they're there, the brother gets, like, kidnapped and taken. And then oh. they're confused about, like, what happened. And then I can't remember if it's a few days later or, like, a few weeks later, but the brother returns and he has, like, no memory of, like, what happened and, like, where he was, but he's different. And, like, it's just creepy because mm-hmm. the brother just seems, like, really different in like weird ways you know it's like his brother had a limp in his right leg but then when he returns it's like in his left leg and it's like you know just some kind of weird shit where you're like okay is that actually him you know or is that like somebody else it's like pretending to be his brother it's just creepy and then the whole thing with this house like there's some weird stuff happening in this house it almost kind of feels like a horror movie at times because it's like genuinely so scary like there's clips of this guy like sleeping you know and there's like 
creepy things mm. happening in the house. Um, so yeah, it definitely starts like more of a horror novel or sorry, horror movie. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, as we get to the second half of the movie, oh my God, the thriller and like mystery side really picks up and it's just so intense. Like the things that happen in this movie, I can't even freaking believe it. Like I would highly yeah. recommend if you're a fan of just like thriller movies where they have really good plot twists and you literally can't predict where this shit is going. It kind of, it reminds me of The Call. Um, which is another Korean thriller movie Should that's on I Netflix. Should I watch it if I sleep alone in the dark? I think I would I would just die if you watched it. I want you to watch it so bad because I do think it'll be like something I mean, that's right like up your really alley. is it really scary? It's not like, it doesn't have too many like jump scare moments. It's just creepy unsettling kind of like, you know, you know, like shots of people sleeping, how it's just kind of like, oh, it's like a little unsettling. Mm, okay. It's mostly like that. Um, okay. But God, it's so good. It's so original too. Like I've never seen this plot twist in a movie before. And that's why mm-hmm. I think that's why that's the main reason why I want you to watch it is because I need to like, you know, talk about this shit with somebody because yeah. I'm like oh, losing my mind. But yeah, I think it's really good. I think if you enjoyed The Call, then I would highly recommend watching this one as well. Um, it's just a really good thriller movie. I was super impressed by it. So Coolio. Um, yeah. Um, one other movie we wanted to talk about that we just watched last night on Hulu mm-hmm. is this movie called Crush. Mm-hmm. And this movie is, <laughs> it's like a teen romance story that's actually this lesbian romance that has these three girls and it's like a lesbian love triangle. Mm-hmm. And, um, the reason why I was interested in this movie is actually because somebody on my discord recommended it to me. And then they said the love interest is named Gabby in it. So I was like, wait, what? Oh, and so, um, juicy. yeah, so I was kind of curious to watch it because like, honestly like i rarely ever see characters named gabby in movies or tv shows like except gabrielle and troy yeah well that's what i mean besides like high school musical it just doesn't happen for me so i was curious to watch it because of that and this movie was cute you know it was cute yeah i really lost it though in the last half yeah i mean the first half was better than the last half and you know some of the characters were a little bit and even the first half wasn't like super great yeah it was just like a cute, like a young adult solid teen movie. Two and a half. <laughs> solid two and a half. <laughs> I, I, I think I gave it three or three and a half out of five. It was like it was okay. cute. I really liked the chemistry that was happening in the love triangle. Like the, the chemistry that was happening between the two girls who for ended sure, up together sure. was super cute. For sure. Um, and I did like the main character a lot. I thought she was super cute, and I don't know, like it was a cute movie, but it's not like the best of teen movies it's like you know? it's another one of those teen movies that just relies on a party to change everything and i hate that trope yeah i'm sorry can we just can we stop can we stop doing that <laughs> in in teen movies can we just mm-hmm. stop relying on the parties mm-hmm. i'm so tired of it i think it's because i was a teenager that never went to a party and i just like cannot mm-hmm. relate through these characters and the next one we <laughs> all want <laughs> was death on the nile i wish i could get all my money back Mm -hmm. you know yeah we honestly didn't even finish this one it was so Um, bad and it's annoying because everybody was like oh my god it's really good this one's really good mm because i hated murder on the orient express i was like whatever Mm -hmm. and so i was like okay really is it good and no it's not good yeah death on the nile (laughs) was one of the most boring like like uh, slow like over the it top, takes annoying. so long for this movie to get going like, annoying. so long well, you're literally waiting there for probably like 30 minutes to an hour before they even get on the damn boat mm-hmm. okay like that doesn't even happen and the murder happens like literally an hour and a half into it yeah it's like, like an hour into i know it. like literally like yeah an hour and a half or something into it that's when the murder happens it's so you're like okay slow, so and boring. by that point like i don't even care to turn it off yeah <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't a hit it, it was not a no, hit. No, it was not good. I was so bored. And the next one, I was 
more bored in. <laughs> you all know this one. <laughs> Morbius Ooh. was a shit show. Yeah, I didn't even see it. It was a fucking shit show. I didn't want to see it. Um, I didn't want to see it either, for the record. <laughs> but my boyfriend was like, I really want to see Morbius. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and it was his day off. And like I was like, mm. okay, we do this thing where like I literally pick every movie because mm-hmm. I know good movies. And yeah. I can tell when it's going to be good. And he was like, will you just let me do this one time? And I was like, mm. fuck. Okay, whatever. Even though I knew it was going to be ass. I even told him, I was like, oh, this is going to be so fucking bad. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, whatever. And then literally halfway, he's like, this is so fucking bad. I was like, <laughs> I know. But we watched anyways. And that, by that point, it's kind of like for the last hour, you're just like laughing. Yeah. You, you know? just like, like lean okay, into it. Sure. Like I, okay, this is like for all filmmakers out there. You cannot look cool when your character is flying. Okay? <laughs> Let's just cut that shit out. Okay? They just do not look cool when your character is flying. Oh, Especially when they fight mm. in the air, mm. flying. What? Fighting. Yeah, okay. You know, like in Black Panther, the end of that scene when they're fighting as they're falling through yeah. the fucking. Yeah. Falling? <laughs> I hate it. It's mm. so stupid. You can't look cool. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm, that's mm. when I feel like I'm taken out of the movie and I'm, like, watching just visual effects. Mm-hmm. And I can't get into it. And it's just so annoying. And not to mention, Jared Leto, no, not yeah. good in this. Like, literally so annoying. And hearing about all the drama from set, too. Yeah. I'm oh, not, my well, that's God. I mean, I'm already <laughs> not a fan of Jared Leto, so I had absolutely no interest in seeing this I didn't have interest movie. either. Yeah, I the did trailers not didn't even look interest. good. No. So. The whole, like, concept is fucking stupid, too. <laughs> because he is, like, a fucking scientist that has, like, cerebral palsy. And his friend has cerebral palsy, too. And they meet in this orphanage, right? And then he has to get separated because he's a fucking genius, apparently. And he's, like, a scientist. <laughs> and he's, like, 12 years old. And they're, like, you need to go to a gifted school. You can't even fucking be here. Wow. And he's, like, holy fucking shit, I'm gifted. And he goes to this whatever. And he leaves his friend uh, that has cerebral palsy, too. And he's, like, don't worry. I'm going to find the fucking cure, okay? And he's, wow. like, okay. And then he leaves. Wow. He goes to London or wherever the fuck he goes. And then he gets there. And he's, like making shit and he makes this thing that's like a replica of blood but it's not blood but it helps your body like blood so it (laughs) saves a lot of humans because you don't have to do blood transfusions you just use this blue blood and it like helps people so it's kind of that concept is cool for Mm -hmm. sure for sure but he just randomly like goes to bats and he's like this is gonna be the cure and he like Mm. fucking injects it into him he does it on one mouse and it works and then he just fucking puts it in his own body (laughs) like a psychopath (laughs) and then he's like (sighs) like his face keeps like (laughs) his face keeps like changing into the fucking creepy ass morbius bitch every time he gets like an urge for blood he goes he like changes and then he starts grabbing because he's like the owner of that blue blood right like he created it so he just he's like i wonder how long i can live off of this with just the blue blood that i create Mm -hmm. so he's like drinking that but it only lasts six hours Mm -hmm. with the fake blood his urges go away Mm. okay but then he turns into morbius and he turns into a psychopath and he kills people Mm. and he takes their blood right but when he has human blood it lasts for like 48 hours so he's like i shouldn't i shouldn't do the human blood but you know okay anyways god you guys it gets really bad i'm sure (laughs) it it gets really bad i guess the concept i just pitched you kind of sounded cool (laughs) <laughs> but trust me it's, it's um not. it's not done in a good way okay mm-hmm. it's just just save okay. your money mm-hmm. save your time one okay. of the other movies we saw that we wanted <laughs> one star to- one star yeah. oh ooh, one star 
Yeah, not good. Um, one of the other movies we saw in theaters as well was The Lost City. Um, we actually went and saw this one with our mom in theaters. So cute. And yeah, I was really excited for this because, you know, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Brad Pitt, like what a cast. Amazing. You know, the main reason why we were excited to see this is because of this cast. You know, Rom-com. we have Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock, Brad Pitt, like so many, you know, great actors in this one. And this movie was really cute. It kind of made me feel nostalgic yeah. for like the way they used to do romantic comedies. It kind of gave me like National Treasure vibes or like, uh-huh. you know, Indiana Jones or like something yeah, like that. But really like, cute. but like the romantic it version. Really cute. Yeah, Daniel I just Radcliffe. love. I love Sandra Bullock's comedy. Yeah, she's so funny. Yeah, like, Sandra she, Bullock doesn't she have to knows try. how to do a line. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like how to make her joke land. Like yeah. she is so good at her comedic timing. It's yeah. wild. I know, and Daniel Radcliffe as the villain in this movie was just so, like, <laughs> he was so over the top. extra, but, like, in the way that the character requires, you know? Yeah, and it was funny. He was just perfect for it. Like, it's, I like, just... a really entertaining movie to just put on and just, like, have a good time. Yeah, exactly. It's it not knows like, it's not Oscar worthy. Yeah, it's, it's not, like, you know, a highly critically acclaimed beautiful romantic comedy. It's just, like, a it's fun time. a good time. You know, a fun time. Yeah. It's funny. It's yeah, kind of, you know, like that? it's predictable, but it's fun. funny and yeah, cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's so. so cute. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Yeah. So, solid 3.5 out of <laughs> yeah check it out Super and then cute. uh we also watched deep water on hulu which wow um, you gave it three stars yeah what did you give it like two or two 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 definitely oh. two oh, okay. i don't even know why i said two and a half interesting um yeah <laughs> this is <laughs> this is a thriller on hulu that has ben affleck and anna de armas and they're just kind of um you know the whole premise is just that ben affleck is her husband but he you know lets her sleep around with other men but then the other men that she's sleeping around with keep disappearing mysteriously <laughs> and like you know something's obviously you can happening see where but that goes yeah it's it's you know it's not the most shocking thriller you've ever it seen it was just annoying i'm yeah. sorry like i watched it for anna de Armas because yeah. i fucking love her freaking queen okay but she was good her in it. character was so aggravating yeah. like just divorce him or stay loyal i <laughs> yeah. don't understand this it was heartbreaking mm-hmm. it was hard to watch like it was honestly hard to watch i was like Fuck. i mean people can have open relationships of course but not when but the, the, the other person doesn't support it yeah it like, was uncomfy it was uncomfortable because <laughs> ben affleck's character clearly doesn't really support it like he says he does but his actions say otherwise and so yeah that's what made it so hard it's to watch yeah because her character would just kind of like almost like throw it in his face a lot like she would have her be... fucking guys over for dinner and have him make them dinner like yeah, it, was it was a just, date it was kind of strange fucking weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was just the whole movie was just kind of like an uncomfortable <sighs> vibe like that but then the ending was like a little bit shocking in some ways mm I don't know. I thought it was a three star <laughs> for me, but yeah, I yeah, mean, I sure. totally see why people are giving it a lot lower. I just was, I, I think the reason why I gave it a three star is because I was still invested the entire movie. Mm. Like, I needed to see where it was going to mm-hmm. go. Like, yeah. I wanted to see. It had that. You know, and it That's had, why it deserves to hold two stars. Exactly. And, and um, yeah, one of my favorite actors, Finn Whitrock, was also in it. And so that was like a lovely surprise. And yeah, so, he's super cute. Yeah. Little baby. Uh, I adore him. Yeah. And Jacob Elordi, so. too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. There's like. Random side cast in this movie. I know, I know, I know, I know, but nobody could save it. Nobody could save it. The next one that we saw on Netflix is Windfall. Windfall. Um, with Lily Collins, Jesse Plemons, Jason Siegel. <laughs> I'm like, struggle. Um, dude, I fucking love this one, know, and it's so annoying movie. that everybody's trashing it. Seriously, it was really good. It felt like a Hitchcock type of ending i was like really obsessed with it i really love the vibe of this movie i just thought it was so like claustrophobic yeah it's very like um awkwardly funny the first like the whole movie i'm not even kidding like the whole movie and literally the last 10 minutes 
is rogue. Yeah, it's shocking. <laughs> um, yeah, if you didn't know, this movie follows uh, Jason Siegel's character. Mm-hmm. is kind of mm-hmm. like a home invasion robber person. And mm. he comes into their home, and the other two are in a couple. Jesse Plemons and Lily Collins mm-hmm. are in a couple. He's, like, a really rich dude. Yeah, they're super rich. They get home, and, you know, Jason... No, it's their vacation Yeah, home. it's their vacation home. <laughs> and they unexpectedly show up while Jason Siegel's still there. Stealing. And so then it's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> and so then it's kind of about how, you know, they deal with that situation. And it's just really interesting. It all takes place at the vacation home. So it is very claustrophobic. You know, this is what we call one of those COVID movies where they mm-hmm. filmed it during COVID because... It's they, all on one yeah, set. Yeah, it's all on one set. It's super cool. But um, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I actually loved Jesse Plemons in this role. I loved him so much. Yeah, he did really good. Everybody did, I thought. I mean, everybody did. Yeah, good, like he everybody was the knew their character for me. so well. Because yeah. he was so, like, he reminded yeah. me of, like, Leonardo DiCaprio in, like, Wolf of Wall Street with his, like, you know, his, Cocky like, angry, greased. rich man, like, yeah. <laughs> personality. Like, it was just really entertaining. So I loved Windfall. I thought it was great. Yes, I yeah. totally agree. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah, another Netflix movie that we watched recently is The Adam Project. Cute. Um, yeah, this is one with so Ryan cute. Reynolds and this kid actor that is amazing. Like, he's already getting roles because he just he's got so cast good. as Percy Jackson. I know, he just got cast as Percy Jackson because he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's literally like a mini Ryan Reynolds. Like, he was perfectly cast yes. in this. Yeah, Jennifer Garner plays his mom, Mark Ruffalo plays his dad, and the mm-hmm. premise of it is that he goes back in time. His 40-year-old self goes back in time to his, like, 12-year-old self. Mm-hmm. And it's about science, and it's cool, and it's super cute, and it's really fucking adorable, and yeah. the choreography is really cool, and the visual effects are well done, and yeah, the, there's a lot of There's action. a lot of heartstring, you know. Yeah. There's always heartstring um, plots when it comes to time travel. How yeah. can you not, you know? Um, well, yeah, I love the yeah. time travel aspect of this. I love the action. I thought it was all really well done. Like, there was never a dull moment for me in this movie. Like, yeah, I just thought it was, it was all cute. really interesting. And I think Zoe Zeldona also plays. Mm-hmm. Really cute. Love the cast. I know. Ryan Reynolds has been killing it lately. Yeah. Like, straight up, he's been doing so many good movies lately. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, it's good to see. Um, One of the movies that we watched <laughs> that we absolutely <laughs> hated. Like, oh, my God. I don't know if I could hate a movie more than I hated this movie. Oh, my God. This movie was so stale. Yeah. Um, It's the movie moonfall oh my which, god which um this is like an action movie about uh, the moon is falling towards earth the moon is falling towards the earth but then weird shit happens because that's just the premise and i'm not gonna get into it but yeah. it's there's something that happens in it when they discover what actually is happening mm-hmm. and it's stupid <laughs> it's so stupid okay like and it has Holly Berry and Patrick I Wilson. Know. What the fuck? Well, and what the fuck? Yeah, okay, there's decent Michael actors Pena. in this movie. Yeah, there's decent actors in this movie, but they could do nothing to save this freaking screenplay. Oh my god. It was so bad. It was and so you know what's bad. annoying too is that me and Gabby love guilty pleasure. Yeah, I love guilty pleasure disaster movies. movies. Yeah, like Greenland. For yeah, sure. Yeah, Greenland, War of the World. 2012? 2012. Yeah, give it They're to me. They're all so fun. Yeah, Godzilla? Like, so fun. Any disaster movies yeah. like that. Like, I love that You know, that it's shit. like, it's fine when a movie, it, not every movie has to be like Oscar-worthy amazing. They can yeah. have like stupid disaster shit. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But Day after tomorrow. Holy fuck. <laughs> this was unwatchable. Yeah, this was unwatchably bad. Like, the CGI was so terrible. The it's acting like, was terrible. Yeah, it's like they really relied on you being like, oh my god, I love guilty pleasure disaster movies and that's it yeah honestly though it's like (laughs) it was not not even yeah like there's nothing good about this movie though like there's nothing redeeming like all the characters are so cliche so stereotypical characters like they have no personalities so bad yeah so bad and just if if you want to laugh you can watch it yeah i we couldn't believe (laughs) like okay the second half of the movie we were sitting there like 
Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Look at yeah, this CGI. Like all, this is all three terrible. of us were like, what? We were like, that? in the beginning, we were like, kind of like, okay. <laughs> this <laughs> is like, kind of shitty. It's kind of like, shitty, whatever. but we'll just keep going with it. By the second half, we were like audibly laughing because I couldn't even believe how bad it was. I was like, is this movie seriously made in 2022? Yeah, it was like, so bad. It we're still so bad. coming out with movies like it this wasn't cute. in 2022. It wasn't a cute moment. <laughs> oh god, yeah. But then anyways, um, the last movie that we've watched recently that we wanted to touch on is King Richard. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, we watched this right before the Oscars, five like right before stars. it happened. And god, yes, this movie was <laughs> incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I totally understand why this movie was getting so many Oscar nods, like with best picture and best actor, so all good. that stuff. Because this movie was so good. Yeah, and yeah. I love, yeah. like, I mean, I'm familiar with Venus and Serena, obviously, mm-hmm. with like, you yeah, know, I'm tennis familiar. champions, <laughs> amazing icons. But I never really knew their story, you know? So mm-hmm. it was really nice to be able to get this, you know, backstory of their childhood and kind of see all the things that their family went through. And like, yeah, while this story is focused on their dad, you know, King Richard, but we also do get, you know, moments from their childhood and we learn a lot about how they came to be yes. the legendary tennis yes. athletes that they are. And A hundred percent. Yeah, and this movie, oh my God, it made me want to play tennis like so bad again. Like <laughs> literally since we've seen this, I've gone and like played tennis again and I like really want to get good at tennis this summer just because it looks so much fun mm-hmm. and it was just mm-hmm. really inspiring like i don't know very inspiring and and it also takes place like near home for us yeah. so um it felt very nostalgic yeah. like very nostalgic and that just probably yeah was what made me love it so much more well and too like will smith has always been like a hit or miss actor for me like some stuff i've really loved him in and then some stuff i'm like Meh. but this movie is probably mm-hmm. my favorite performance mm-hmm. I think I've ever mm-hmm. seen from him. Like, he is so good as King Richard. Like, so convincing and just, like, so perfect for this role. Like, I don't think they could have gotten anybody better to yeah. play King Richard. Like, he was... He really embodied that role. And he brought so much to this movie. Like, yeah. he was so funny. Oh, my God. Like, I so still funny. think about moments in this movie. Like, the lines that he said. <laughs> oh, my God. It cracks me up. Like, he's yeah. so funny. Like, so good. So, mm-hmm. I have freaking loved King Richard. I would watch it again. Yeah. I would watch all the time. Seriously. John Bernthal's in it, too. Oh, my God. I love John Bernthal. I know. We should watch it with our dad. Yeah. I, I do want to watch it again. You should watch it with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, good, it's a good dad watching movie. You know, sports. And- I love how you keep saying um, that that Will Smith is playing King Richard. Like, his name is just Richard. Well, yeah. It's just funny. <laughs> you know, He's Richard not an actual just, king. I mean, um, I know. It just sounds good. You know, for the heck of it, yes. Yes. King Richard. We only call king. him King Richard. <laughs> Um, exactly. And then lastly, uh, the other things we watched were just a couple of rewatches. I rewatched mm-hmm. um, a Cinderella story, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on this like binge of just watching um, rom coms. That's why I watched Just Like Heaven, a uh, Cinderella story, mm-hmm. and then Just My Luck. But Just My I Luck is see so that. damn cute. Yeah. Um, and then we rewatched Spider Man No Way Home mm-hmm. with watched our with parents. parents. We yep. got to show them that. And then since we just moved back home, we've been watching a lot of things again. And then Black mm-hmm. Mirror, we showed them. Um, Hated in the Nation episode, which was yeah. divine. Hated in the Nation is the best. And then we showed them A Quiet Place 2. Yeah, we just watched A Quiet Place 2, and it was so good. It's like, still so I know, even good. the second time, it just it's lives so up. Good. It's just so intense. Even watching it in your home when it's, like, not that quiet. Yeah. You know, especially if you have dogs, like, Tang, like, snoring the whole time. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I have a Frenchie. Yeah, and he snores so loud. Oh, my God, you're, like, trying to enjoy the movie, and he's like, <laughs> like next to it's, uh, it's kind of <laughs> disrupting. <laughs> But even if you're still, watching a quiet movie. Like, even still, though, it was still really intense. It was really and good. so good. I just loved a quiet I place love too. how those monsters feel like a cross between a Demogorgon and then yeah. uh, War of the Worlds. I know, straight up. It's, it feels like Stranger Things vibes. Major. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Oh, my God. <laughs> love it. And I fucking love Emily Blunt. Yeah. I would die and for John her. And John Krasinski. Ooh. Yeah. I love them both. 
Um, so yeah, you'll have to let us know if you guys agree with our reviews. If you've watched any of these, please let us know your thoughts. Um, you can let us know by commenting on our latest Instagram post we'll have up over there. The Instagram is at filmqueenspodcast. Or you can shoot us an email at filmqueens@outlook.com. We'd love to hear any feedback or episode ideas that you guys would want to hear. Yeah, so thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday, Cinnabon. Oh, see you next Tuesday. Tuesdays, Tuesdays. <laughs>